It is the morning of the 21st of August 2019. Good morning and welcome to PBE Daily, the early morning Sunday night podcast. My name is Point Blanky Wombi. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I'm loving the fact that the new platforms are actually making things push even further and that their old platforms are holding me down. It's it's not every day you sit down in the comfort of your own home and put something together and nine different platforms say you know what i think he makes sense and he keeps on pushing so the growth means a lot to me and i do not take it for granted in any way shape or form thank you so much for keeping on to support that which i create and that which i'm putting forward and hopefully for the guys who create also this is a good sound to hear in your ear to know that you're not alone when it comes to trying to make sure that your musings and your ideas come to life um today is born from a result of yesterday's enjoyment of how the day played out i managed to pull off a lot of things in the office that i really wanted to do i'm still on the whole don't work in the evening tangent because i'm trying to make sure i'm able to rest and as that keeps going i am grateful for the fact that i am not pushing myself too aggressively and by that i mean if i ever make the mistake of going way too ham right now it's going to completely for lack of a better phrase shit the bed and we can't afford to have that um i was listening to as i've, I've been listening for the past couple of, of, of weeks now uh, i'm still on my stephen king tangent and i'm enjoying the material that is coming out from that and i'm learning a lot about the crazy amazing mind that is and i, and I'm, I know crazy is the is an easy go-to but i'm not saying crazy in a bad way i'm saying crazy and i wish i came up with that guy type of way and the book that i finished recently which was um i think it's his fourth book or his fifth book i forget it's called the dead zone now the dead zone talks about how a certain person had two accidents one as a kid and one as an adult and it gave him the power of sight and what he couldn't see was always set in the dead zone and that's how he called that that sinkhole where he couldn't find where what's going on. He called that the dead zone. Very thrilling story, I have to admit, and I'm really glad I actually took part in listening to that. The one I'm on now is called The Long Walk, I believe. And The Long Walk is written not by Stephen King. Okay, it's written by Stephen King, but it was released under a pseudonym. And when I saw that, it literally reminded me of one of the coolest things I've ever heard about in history. A few years back, there was a movie that was released called Anonymous. And the the movie Anonymous alleges that everything we know William Shakespeare for, he never wrote. He was the face, but there was an aristocrat who wrote the stories, wrote the plays, gave them to him to put out. Because there's a way for him to put out the political agenda that he had or the social agenda that he had without necessarily affecting the, the the English court. And when I heard that story, I was curious of, well, to what extent do we push the idea of it's not the man who stands before you that is saying everything that he's saying right now. We've heard of uh, recording artists having ghostwriters. We've heard of um, performers having other people do their vocals for them. I mean, Millie Vanilli went through the heaviest part of that because the face of the band was not the people who actually sang in the band. I even remember as a kid, there was this film, I don't remember, it was like a Sunday afternoon movie or something, where a stay-at-home mom was the vocalist for an artist and no one really knew the connection until the, uh, the, the artist became 
a pain to work with to the extent that the person in the background was shoved to the foreground because the lip syncing thing had to go and when i think about pseudonyms the cool thing i find about it is it grants you a degree of anonymity the painful part i have to admit of it is in the current day and age where we can visually and verbally record anything at any given time you don't have the satisfaction of a pseudonym and if you do you better hold it very close to your chest and tell no one because the moment you tell one person it's out listen to the i think it was the fall of the preface of the book the long walk stephen king expresses how he found a peace in releasing a book of ideas that maybe he wouldn't want tied to him immediately under that guise and when it was broken that it's the same person he was saddened by it he didn't like the idea that it happened because it took a piece of him away and i think of that and i'm like okay why don't why do people want that much truth sometimes i mean can we just allow a guy to enjoy these one piece of freedom that he finds himself very comfortable in i mean it, what does it hurt for a man to have this one place where he isolates himself and he hides himself grant him that at least so that he can continue being the creative energy because i'm sure the books are good because i've got a few uh, hours of listening to the audiobook and i got to admit the book is rather tight i'm thoroughly enjoying it and i walk away from that and i think about another book and the other book i'm thinking of not even not even the other book uh, pardon my 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 confusion at the second another person who also uses a pseudonym and it's a, an individual whose recording of music is probably one of the coolest things i've ever heard in my life and the person i'm talking about is madlib madlib has a pseudonym who works side by side with him called Quasimodo and aka Lord Quas Lord Quas is also a recording artist with his own record deal and his own albums and his own releases and the crazy thing is as awesome and mind-blowing as Madlib is Quasimodo is amazing and Quasimodo can get away with anything he wants because he's a fictional character. You don't have to really tie anything to him. You can't really take anything from him. He's a fictional. He lives in a universe where you can complain about what he stands for, but he continues to be a force of nature. That's like one of the most brilliant things I have ever seen in my life, and I wish people would actually see the beautiful privilege that comes from that. And when I listen to Quasimodo, it 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 just he's quirky, he's funny. He will say stuff that you personally would not like to say yourself, but then you can get away with it because he's not real. When it came to animations, certain times stand-up comedians who were offered animation deals said they couldn't they found it easier to do animations instead of TV, live TV shows because certain things they would like to get away with they will have the characters get away with it in cartoons because you can't say a cartoon is being abused you can't say a cartoon is being punished too harshly you can't say a cartoon is being spoken to too aggressively if the cartoon character is a child i mean Bart Simpson and his dad their relationship would be considered rather toxic by now but there's been over what 30 plus seasons of the simpsons and it's still going certain ideas could only find a perfect place to stay in cartoons pseudonyms now another character tied to madlib is another individual who now he's like the king of aliases and pseudonyms and 
gets away with it perfectly without even really changing his rhyme style but changing the theme he speaks on like his persona and and alter ego changes and that character is the character on the image that i created for this podcast this particular episode doom or mf doom or victor vaughn or the guy has like three four other names that you have to get away with and it's the most beautiful thing of all time and then he also has a collective group he's a part of called mad villain where it's him and madlib and then he has another group that he's a part of called king Ghidorah. and all this is born from like 1970s and 1980s like actually more like 1950s 1960s television shows and cartoons he took alter egos to a whole other level and when you listen to him rap it's probably one of the most brilliant pieces of music you'll ever listen to and the thing i love about how he does his raps is i literally if let's say if i'm dozing off and his music comes on my mind wakes up i become a person who's on a thousand percent listening to what he's saying i'm like what was that okay aye aye captain let's go keep going let's see how far we can take this thing and when i listen to that kind of music it's one of the most cool things of all time i've always thought about those kind of characters because i have a curiosity to do my raps again and to potentially do a rap album to potentially uh do rap concerts again and when recording this on the day after little brother released a brand new album I'm, I'm just a happy camper right now and i cannot wait to see to what extent the world is going to honor the material being created by these creative minds out here and thinking back about the idea of having a pseudonym takeover i've had ideas of characters i'd like to put out into the world but i wouldn't necessarily be the one to say i want to tie this character to my name or i want to tie this narrative to my name i want to make the earnings and proceeds from it but I don't want you to say that it's me doing it. The crazy thing that is an underlying factor about pseudonyms is this. It grants you the freedom to work in more than one place at a time. You can't necessarily say that the author of this is the author of that. You could just say that the, the writing technique looks similar, but it's not the same person. They don't have the same name and you can get away with that. Contracts could be different. Pseudonyms actually made it possible for a lot of women back in the day to actually publish their work or to put out their artwork and to, to make an impact in the world. They do not want themselves to be known as the people who are creating the work or writing the work, so they have a pseudonym to stand in place of them and make them the living that they want to earn. Because everyone had this stupid idea of there was a place where women belong, and as a result of that, great creativity was actually curbed and it was even stopped from what it was supposed to do it's almost as bad as how a parent when they beat up their kid for using their right hand then their left hand instead of their right and i'm glad my parents didn't beat that out of me because i'm a i'm a proud lefty and i see the sense in why they'd like me to tap directly into my right hemisphere of the brain <laughs> I, I take full advantage of that and i enjoy every second of it so when i think about it even further there are certain things that would be perfect as pronouncements to be put out to the world right now as far as narratives that i've created and in a great way this is like snitching on myself but i don't mind the idea of it because what stops me from trying to make the world a better place by putting ideas out through alter egos and alter alternate characters to go back to music the gorilla is one of the biggest bands in the world and they don't exist does that not grant them a degree of freedom to do whatever they want think on that and by finding conduits to become the vessels they sp- that speak out 
to what the person is it makes it possible for people who do not really want the attention that comes from their talents to have such a hard time i mean we look at the world the way it is today and a lot of tv shows especially black mirror try and make it possible for you to see how you could make these things work there's a documentary i watched recently and it was a documentary about how socialites and, uh, and people who are characters in social media feel the burden of constantly having to create um, a hype or a trendy situation that everybody watches and listens to and goes viral about and when i looked at that and the, the kind of pains that come with it I'm, it makes me kind of glad that i'm kind of infamous or not famous at all i'm just familiar to a couple of people and another individual in that one of the individuals actually was considered one of the people who spearheaded this whole social media craze we're currently existing right now is uh, paris hilton and according to how that story flows paris hilton um her persona and her and how her fans look at her greatly affected the the livelihood and the life that she wanted to have so she created a digital character to become her digital concert attendee as a dj and by doing so she doesn't have to leave the comfort of her own home because the the, the digital character becomes the vessel we use for the world to be what it is and when i looked at that it didn't surprise me when i started seeing this okay it shocked me to how the quality was perfect but it didn't surprise me when i saw years later the deep fake situation start when you look at the deep fake videos that exist online right now like take for example a movie there's a scene spoiler alert there's a scene from the movie uh, fight club and it's a part where uh, edward norton confronts his uh, his character that is played by brad pitt and because of deep fake there are certain sentences that are actually switched up you can find this clip on youtube there are certain sentences that are switched up and have edward norton's face on brad pitt and it's creepy yet i feel if they did that and added it to a new release dvd of the movie it would trip people out so bad they would have no choice but to make it part of the movie another part where i think the whole idea of pseudonyms kind of plays in and this is again i am reaching i am supremely reaching it's the image of the idea of the movie secret window and in secret window this guy is haunted by the idea of a person who says he's told his story and the story is the same and when you look at how that plays out you start to think that i think these guys just cracked the code on how to make people really feel helpless to their own minds and what their minds can put out what their minds have suffered from and what their minds have been punished about and when i think about all that it becomes supremely great to me that there's gonna be a rising of great material there to follow i'm certain there are people who write certain things out put them in newspaper articles to this day and they speak in their place in their stead because they don't want the fame or the attention that comes from touching on topics which would be considered for lack of a better word taboo and i say godspeed to these writers i say godspeed to these individuals godspeed to the agenda and the audience that they enjoy that enjoys what they do and another person where who could say he's a, a vessel that is used to speak in place of a character would have to be how the hacking community and the anarchist community will always take seriously guy fox and the character that was portrayed in the movie v for vendetta or the comic v for vendetta and we all wish to 
see how the world could change and how we do that is make the world crash and burn but sometimes to make the world crash and burn you could have your information put out and your pronouncements put out and then as a result of it individuals who take your words too seriously decides to take the action in your place so you technically are making the world the pseudonym for your work and you don't have to take credit for it you just have to watch the results of it deep hack is a good the, the great hack is a great is a, is a documentary you should watch and i think it, it will better explain what i'm reaching for at this moment and when i look at all that and i look at the potentials that exist in not being known or tied too closely to that which you create i wish that more people would take advantage of that and just not hope to blow up as a result of it i like the comforts of sometimes not being too famous i like the comfort of knowing that you're famous enough to be called or you're familiar enough to be called but i'd much rather have that in the comfort on the comfort of a boardroom and everything and when the time comes for you to execute you execute and make sure everything goes great but then you can still walk around in the streets and nobody really knows who you are and i'm sure i'm sure that that sounds as a supreme level of wishful thinking but until it becomes a toxic level of existence i'm gonna keep going with it there are certain concerts where when i'm hyping the concert i never show my face to the audience i literally stand behind the dj because the dj is the star i am but a vessel a vessel that he uses to get the audience to the to the energy levels that he enjoys and that's where i find my comfort because i I like being complimentary to a performance and complimentary to a show instead of being the guy who actually is trying to steal the limelight from what the show is but with that being said i'm grateful i get to make this episode i hope my whole talk about pseudonyms makes sense to you and it probably gives you a chance to actually speak on the things that you are very passionate about and want to get out into the world about because the the cool thing about the internet nowadays is you can do everything you want from the comfort of your own home case in point and make an impact in the world without having to really worry too much about them tying it back to you if you feel it's going to destroy your everyday life and depending on how the fame comes and how it comes and when when it becomes prevalent that you are becoming the biggest character you never expected to be you will deal with the circumstances thereafter say it with me be caesar or be nothing at all in the words of my one of my good friends odero who actually got it from across the globe uno